This is Brett. Brett, it's Joey Jingola. Hello. Brett, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. What it was is I kind of that I relate more to Jason's way of kind of that out in front of people cold calling. But I want to learn your way of the social media and attracting people yeah. to you. That's kind of where we left it. Today, it's a sad story. And as much as I want to say that all of us make it out or are successful or, you know, succeed at the things that we want to do that's not always the case and today is a story of really two things one that we don't and two the things that we do to prevent us from making the progress that we need in order to not make that happen now that was my buddy brett brett is no longer in the industry and i recorded this call with brett several months ago probably i think towards the end of the winter springish sometime there and, um, and he is no longer in the business. He had his own firm for a little bit, and now he is um, working at a company called CrowdMikes, and he is no longer in the insurance industry. And it's a sobering fact. We just have to sometimes realize that, listen, you know, if, if we don't do certain things within a certain amount of time, we're gonna be doing something else, right? And maybe that's okay. Maybe we should be. This isn't to say that this isn't, this isn't, you know, to put anybody down. It's just to understand self-recognition. What am I good at? What should I be doing? I promise you, I would not have been able to do the things that I did to ultimately build up a book of business if I hadn't been in a family agency, if there wasn't patience and understanding and allowing those skills to grow and ultimately pay off. None of it would have happened. I would have been just like Brett and I would have been out of the business and I would be, I don't know, working at Best Buy, probably, doing something. And that's not to say that that's good or bad. It's just to say, listen, this is a reality. And I think to ignore it would be almost irresponsible. Um, I've got, there's a, well, I told a friend of mine, um, he's kind of doing the layout. I bought the, and this isn't what I bought, but I purchased one off Theme Forest. One of those already made websites. He knows WordPress. So I've got to get him photos and the dire script to start creating the site. So it's, it's on me now to be able to do that. Did you hear the two main things that really stood out there in that clip? To me, the two things were is, one, Brett said he kind of had this guy he would consider a friend doing his website, and two, that he needed to get him something, something, something. You know, when you say, I need to get him this, right? Those are the problems. The first problem is, is that we feel compelled, and I guess this is human nature, to always reach out to people that we know, to stay within a comfort zone, that if we know the person, that somehow that equals better work. And I, I again, I can only speak from my personal experience. I'm not going to say that this is a hard, fast rule. You might have friends that do great work. And I personally 
would have loved nothing more than to create a life of, uh, of, of working with nobody but my friends. I mean, we, as growing up, we tried to do so many things together that were ultimately terrible failures. We wrote a movie script. We wrote a sitcom. We played in bands together. All of this stuff basically to avoid the real world and do something fun and basically allow us to hang out and play video games all day. I'm not saying that that's not an admirable thing. Look at LeBron James. All he does is work with friends and make billions of dollars. Again, exception to the rule, I guess we weren't LeBron James. Uh, the problem here is, is the point here is, is that because we probably don't have that many talented people around us in the, uh, correction, hold on, because we don't have many talented people for the specific things that we need around us, just defaulting to if you know somebody or not, and that makes them a good fit, I've learned time and time again that that generally sets yourself up for failure, for, for mediocre subpar work, ultimately damaging whatever little relationship you had with that person, if maybe I'm just a little more particular than most people. But with the internet and with everything that we talk about on this podcast and at Grow and, and everything that you hear, the idea that you can find somebody custom fit to do business the way that you want to do it, it is foolish not to go and and give yourself that much respect. Give your business that much respect to go and find that person. You don't owe anybody anything. Now, I might have just lit the book of heresy right on fire and, and, and really kind of summoned the devil of how insurance agencies have supposed to do business. The whole, hey, we buy local, we support our community. That's great. I just think we need a bigger view on the world. Yeah, I know that the dude down the street from you isn't getting the business, but there's another dude down some other street that also isn't getting the business. And, and yes, I understand we all have to stick together. But at the end of the day, like I was saying, you need to understand what you're good at and what you're not good at. And at an even longer end of a day, if you're ultimately not able to provide, provide enough value, your job will be replaced by a machine. Like, true story. And... I feel like these are the harsh realities that we need to kind of come to grips with. Now, this isn't to say that you shouldn't do business with people when it makes sense, right? Let me put it this way. You insure a diner, it's not going to kill you to go eat a bad biscuit, right? You can stomach that once every couple weeks. Go in, you have your sausage and gravy. I don't know what you guys eat. That's just an example. And it's terrible, right? Whatever. You can do that. That's Do business that way. But when it's something core and essential to your business, and, and if it is not done right, it could set you back financially, there's no reason to mess with that. And and that's the, I have a friend of a friend, we talked about them, the friends of the friends and the cousins, brothers, sisters, mothers, they are the devil. They are the people that we should ultimately be afraid of because we're doing it just because, to do them a favor. And again, I, I so I am somebody's friend of a friend selling them insurance sometimes. When, when you sell that policy that you're not normally used to selling, you're that person. You're the devil. This is, again, this is a little, I'm getting a little preachy Southern. Oh, hey, like we're going to go down to the river here in a second. I don't want this to take that route, right? Like this is not what this is about. Getting a little worked up though. But, you know, I've got my wife. She teaches. She's got friends that she teaches. Oh, hey, I'm going to go talk to Joey about my car insurance. I don't really sell car insurance. And, and they want me to be better than I am. And I'm not. And I just do it because, you know, again, I've learned from my mistakes in some capacity, but there are a few people that are close enough friends that fine, I will deal with it, right? These are all the things I'm, I'm assuming that you have these 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 personal turmoils in your own mind that, that happen. Maybe I'm just weird, but it's that idea that we are doing business based on something that isn't really 
truly there. It's something we want to be there. It's just, it's a comfort level that we really need to get ourselves out of. As fast as I get him information, (laughs) I have pictures dialed in. I've got to call a friend of mine, actually a cousin, see if I can use some of his pictures. Uh, He's a photographer. He's got some landscape of Arizona that I want to use. And then I've got to go get a high-resolution shot, I think, of of me. You have to stop putting things in your way. Maybe maybe it is self-sabotage. I don't know. And I do it. I'm sure you do it. Everybody does it. But if you can at least be aware of it and try and limit it when it does happen, then I think we'll be better off. So again, back to the, I, the, the statement here, I have some pictures. And again, here we go from a friend who's actually a cousin. So that's a double whammy right there. And he needs to call this guy for these pictures. I don't know how long the site's been up again. This uh, Brett has a Brett has a splash page is what he called it. And it just had his email, his phone number, and a couple links to some social profiles with the agency name. And this is the process that he's been going through to get the site fully functional beyond just uh, just a really static, just basically an image is all that's up on, on the domain. And, and and this is something that phone call should have been, been made, I, I don't know, like day one, day zero, day negative. Like that's a phone call. You shouldn't, I guess the point is, is that you really shouldn't have to have, you shouldn't be able to say to yourself, I need to make this phone call to my cousin. One, because you make the phone call, you don't make the phone call. Regardless, if pictures are what you think is holding this up, then go get some on iStock Photo or or any of these stock photography sites and just go put some placeholders up there. Just something to get it up, get it going. We did an episode, Don't Stop Progress, right? Uh, That was a, a PSA to agency owners. You know, stopping progress is the worst thing that you can do. Don't sabotage yourself and get in the way. And again, you hear him go on to say that he also needs a high resolution shot of himself. No, he doesn't. No, you don't need a headshot. I mean, yes, it would be nice. You don't need a headshot to hit launch. You don't need a headshot to, 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 to publish, to ship it, to get it out there. These are things that you're putting in your way to stop your own progress. And these are the things, again, this is a sad story. There isn't a happy ending here. Brett got out of the insurance business. I'm not saying that this is any sort of indictment on Brett, the insurance agent. I'm simply saying that launching a website can you know, run parallels to other things in the business. I don't know. We're all guilty of these things. And, and Brett was in the industry for a long time, I believe 10 years prior to this. So it's not like he didn't have success. It's not like he didn't know what he was doing. He just might have been tired of the game and decided I'm getting out, right? It's not worth it. And I felt bad uh, during my entire talk with Brett thinking, really, anything that I have to say to you is probably not going to be good, you know, really suited for you. Because again, like I said, I had time. I had the luxury of being able to develop certain skills and to allow things to grow and actually pay off. Content and, and creating the stuff doesn't happen overnight. And, and that's, I think, too, you know, being realistic about the strategies that you're, you're implementing and the time frame in which they're going to be able to be executed on and, and actually be able to be harvested, I guess. And, and again, you have to start somewhere. You always have to start. If you don't start, you're never going to see those harvest. If you never plant the seeds, you're never going to, you know, harvest the crop, right? So there's never a perfect time. But again, I, I don't know how you want to say you're going to divide your time. You just have to be realistic of, 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 you know, immediacy, prioritization, all that good stuff, Right. Again, not saying that I have all the answers. I'm just saying this is a conversation reflecting on those things. And 
as you can hear, talking about the placeholders. This is really one of the last final things I was able to pull from Brett that he had to say. All right. Well, as far as content and what placeholders like about me, like how many, actually, I don't look up yours and see. Absolutely. Yes. Look to somebody that has already achieved what you want to achieve. Emulate before you can originate is what I always like to say. They like to say steal, you know, like an artist. That's a fancy term that gets floated around. Do whatever you need to do to understand the thing and deconstruct, reverse engineer somebody else's success before you go out and try and build your own. Now, can you? Sure, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. Make it happen. But don't be afraid to say, well, I'm sure they did that for a reason. If they weren't doing it for a reason, if it wasn't working, I'm sure they wouldn't be doing it. Especially, I mean, I'm talking really high-level people. Now, you can go to my site, and Brett said he was going to my site and actually went ahead and spelled out my name and told him the website domain. As we were on the call, I decided to spare you that. And he pulled up the site and was looking at it as we went through it. Now, again, I'm not big enough time to wear it. There might be some things on my site that aren't working and I just haven't gotten around to changing them. That's very possible. There's some ideas that I didn't fully flesh out. So I would say not everything on our site is foolproof from that regard. But by all means, jingleinsurance.com. Go there, whatever you like. Use that as, as I, as I told Brett, use it as a heavy outline. I don't want you to copy and paste the whole thing because that would just be weird, right? And go ahead, right? Use it as an outline. You like what you see? Steal any of those ideas that you like. And that's, you know, honestly, that's all we're teaching in our Grow Academy. I just, I've said, here, this is what I did. Here's how I did it. You want to know how to do it? Here it is. And I show you. So if you can take it and look at it and, and do it and reverse engineer it just by looking at it, by all means, have at it. But it was actually one of the smartest things that, that Brett was doing. He was just like, all right, well, what are you doing? I'm, I'm just going to go do that. The idea that, although getting around the placeholders, the content, you know, struggling with those things, that was a little more alarming, but again, I'm not going to get on Brett too much. Um, you have to know how to get around the problem and, and stealing from somebody else. Stealing is a very inflammatory word. Again, emulating, borrowing, however you want to say it. You have to do that first. I, I think you have to do that. Again, I didn't come up with all of my stuff on my own. I stole it from HubSpot. I was, you know, we, we brought HubSpot into our, our agency. They had training. I went through the training and I looked at, at you know, I, I took what they were teaching in the training and then I looked at what HubSpot, HubSpot was actually doing on their website and I put the two together and then I said, how can I even relate this even more to insurance? And then I did that. And those are the things that I think you have to do if you're going to accelerate. If you're really going to step on the gas pedal, you have to look at somebody and, and see what they're doing. And anybody out there that listens to this show that also follows Gary Vaynerchuk, he always says that he doesn't talk strategy so much because he always feels that the strategy is obvious. If you're actually paying attention to what he's doing, you can see a strategy. Everybody's strategy is on display for you to see. Now, there might be a few minuscule tactical things that, you know, behind the closed doors that you're not going to be privy to. But all you have to do is ask yourself, why are they doing that? Why am I seeing this? What's the point? What are they hoping to get? What's the objective? If you ask yourself these questions, everybody's strategy is available for you to see. The question is, are you going to be able to execute on it fast enough for it to make a difference before it's too late? At the risk of sounding mildly crazy, even though I just told you for the last 15 minutes or so that it was going to be too late if you didn't do certain things, well, there's a lot of other things happening now 
that it might be too late no matter what. And I don't, let me, let me just, hold on, let me clear that up. I recently got invited to speak at this conference called the Insure Tech Connect. It's out in Las Vegas on October 5th and 6th. And part of the deal, they wanted me to let you guys know about it. And they wanted to give me uh, basically a ridiculously huge discount for you guys to come and participate and really see firsthand what's coming and how we can be involved in shaping it because they don't know. That's the thing. They think they want to try and get rid of us, but they don't know. And they want us there to kind of hear what we have to say. And if we want to, I don't want to say plead our case, but help them understand exactly what it is that we do and how we can not necessarily work against each other, but work together, well, they need more agents like us there. By us, I mean people who understand really anything that we've talked about on this show, anywhere that you've heard us grow, other agents that you listen to in the industry. They want us there. The, the people that are on the cutting edge at the front lines of this stuff, they want you there to help figure this out. I don't have the deals, deal information just yet. I want to let you know, you know, so you can maybe possibly block it off on your calendar, October 5th and 6th in Las Vegas. So that should be fun. If you want to come hang out with me, we'd love to meet you. Uh, shake your hand, kiss your baby. I don't know why you bring your baby to Las Vegas, but just in case you did, I would definitely kiss them. And we can have fun, hang out, maybe go grab some dinner, get a drink at least. I don't drink, but I will have a glass of water with you. And sure, Tech Connect, I will get those details to you as soon as I have them, but I look forward to catching you guys there.